You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Salem Tire presents Dave's Corner Garage. Salem, with you through every turn. The following is a paid program, which may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction and, in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's yours too. Hit it. Hey, hello everybody. It's Dave's Corner Garage. My mouth ran out of words. <laughs> no way. Impossible. <laughs> it happened the other day. <laughs> According to your wife. <laughs> well, that's oh, I she just didn't want to hear anymore. That's because I never can get a word <laughs> in edgewise. <laughs> Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a great show for you today. I always say that. Ryan Rogers is here. Car Cost Canada. We're going to talk about buying a car the easy way. Actually, uh, there's an announcement in the papers that Tesla is giving up their dealerships. Everybody's going your way. Everybody's going online. The the new world's online, Dave. That's that's. The I'm things thinking are doing. so. Yeah. <laughs> What's a computer right, anyway? Right. Bottom line is everything's online. That's right. <laughs> and joining us will be Sergeant uh, Kerry Schmidt from the OPB, our favorite guy. Unless I get pulled over, Kerry's uh, going to be talking about that serious, serious seventy car pileup this Ooh. week on the 400 series highway, and we're going to start talking to him about. Not following too close and not the weather. How do you straighten out a 70-car pileup? He wow. hit me. No, no, no. He hit me. No, no. It was him. Whose fault? It's not my fault. I wouldn't want to be the last guy in the 70 car. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, in all seriousness, thank God nobody was hurt. But uh, not a good thing. Motorama. This has been around for since I've been a kid. I still remember in the 50s there was Motorama over at the exhibition mm-hmm. when they used to actually have a building that said automotive on it. Now they sell sheep. But the bottom <laughs> line is Motorama is the de rigueur car show going on in uh, this part of the country. And Greg McPherson is in charge of that. Uh, he's also in charge of Track and Traffic Magazine or Track and Road Magazine. I'm not sure what it is, but Greg's going to be with us. Uh, nice guy, really puts a lot into the industry, and they have a fantastic show coming up. So we're going to be talking about that. Plus, everybody that calls in, if you want to go to Motorama, Greg is offering you to give you free tickets. Cool. All we're going to do is get your name, your phone number. You'll go to the Will Call Desk. So wherever they're selling tickets next to the door is a little kiosk, and you say hi. I'm George. My number is... I thought you have to say your name is Will. <laughs> Bill. Will. My number is 555-1212, and I'm here for my tickets. All right, before we jump to, if you want to catch us out, you can watch us live. We're streaming on Facebook right yep. now at facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. Right. We could call that behind the mic so you can see what's going on when the, we're doing commercials and here everybody takes their clothes off, stands naked around the table. You know what? Really? And, and I, that inappropriate <laughs> stuff was so much fun during the break. Yes, and and we can't do that anymore. <laughs> That would just put the thrill of my day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially when you see how many wrinkles and stitches some of these guys have. All right. Okay. We were, I digress, as somebody would we have say. To be, we have to do it in the family <laughs> mode. Okay. Anyways, we're going to have a great show. We're going to be coming back right after these quick messages, and we'll be talking about Ryan Rogers, about Car Cost Canada, and what that actually means. It means he's going to save you money. He actually did. I bought a car through him, oh. and I saved, uh, I think, seven grand. That's amazing. It was so long ago, I can't remember <laughs> More details uh, right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Alrighty, we're coming back to you live here. Uh, by the way, we're on Facebook Live. Uh, we're streaming, and we're just discovering it's delayed by like a minute and a half or so. So I wonder if somebody's saying, they can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> They're watching and going, okay, none of this, none of this. That will not do. Ryan Rogers is with us from Car Cost Canada. Interesting article that um, Tesla is going to be giving up on all dealerships, just basically showing the vehicle and asking people to buy vehicles through the Internet. Now, you've been in on the Internet for a long, long time. Yeah, we have. We've been uh, serving Canadians since 1999. Um, and, and, you know, the way our service works is you go online and you get pricing. Yep. Um, but, you know, with us, you still actually do end up going into the dealership. However, you're able to get all the information you need um, kind of right off the bat. I put so, on my Facebook page, you could do it all with your house coat and slippers. But, <laughs> right. But you actually have to get dressed. Uh, you, you know, so... Uh, let me explain. You know, really what the goal of Car Cost Canada has been is to bring together uh, more educated consumers and quality dealers closer together. So we really want to give you uh, what's called our, our dealer invoice price report. We just call it the report, um, which equips you with all the information you need so that you really, you know, you don't need to go into five or six different dealers. You can go into the one recommended dealer and get a great deal right off the bat. Now, when I got the report, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what happened was yeah. somebody called me. And said, hi, Dave, how yeah. are you? I got your name from Car Cost Canada. That's right. And I understand you're looking at a Cadillac. And I go, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, we have the three or four in stock. Do you, do you want to come in? And uh, I said, yeah, we made an appointment. And I went over and had a look. Yeah, and that would, that would have been the recommended dealer. And, and I'm glad that it worked out the way that it did because ultimately that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Um, you know, the recommended dealer reaches out. He wants to work with you based on the report. Uh, he wants to help you get into the right car. But ultimately, you've already made all of those decisions. And he's mm-hmm. You're supposed to make it an easy, hassle-free process at that. So point. he knows that you're yeah. aware of all the pricing and, and what the incentive is. Absolutely, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you, you don't. There, there isn't. There's still a, a negotiated price per se, isn't there? Um, you know, we we do our best to bring it. I would say 95 percent of the way where it, it it's almost pre-negotiated. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say we're talking about a vehicle where, um, you know, you say, okay, you know what, I think three percent over cost is fair, okay. and he says, well, you know, we don't have a lot of stock on this, or you know, there's, you know, there is still. Some, some of that, um, you know, the vehicle may not be in stock. It may have to be in order. So ultimately what we're saying is it, it's going to be a transparent experience. This report and the recommended dealer is going to make the whole thing easier and more transparent. You know what I noticed also was um, they were very accommodating because they knew you were serious. Right. Uh, you know, right. a lot of guys just sort of walk into a showroom because they're waiting for the bus and it's raining. That's right. And, you know, they're not really serious about buying a car. Uh, absolutely. But, but now we had an appointment. We yeah. sat down. We were serious. And I said, you know, I've not driven the car. I wanted to drive it because the reason I'm getting rid of my last one is it didn't fit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was out last night with a friend, Marilyn, that I used to work with years ago. And she said her, her ex-boyfriend was just, he could make never make up his mind. And and he went to the... He Hence wanted, the word ex-boyfriend. <laughs> exactly. So he <laughs> wanted this Harley Davidson and saw one down at the dealer and went there every day just to have a look at it. And right. the last day he goes back and the bike's not there. Oh, my went, Lord. Where's my bike? He says, what do you mean your bike? He says, we sold it. So, yeah, you got to... 
Get off the pot. You got to step up and buy it. And the other thing I said was uh, they gave me quite a substantial discount, 5200 bucks right. off list. Right. And uh, I just kept saying it's... It's too ugly a car. No, I don't like it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and I got another $2,500. Absolutely. And so did you see all of those incentives on your report? Everything. And kind of knew what to ask about. The, the big thing I want to mention with incentives is a lot of the time dealers won't actually advertise everything. Yes. So, you know, the common experience is someone goes to the manufacturer website and they see, okay, you know, there's this offer, there's that offer. But that's only what they've chosen to advertise, right? Well, what, what, who, who would it be entitled and what kind of offers? Yeah, so I'll give there? you guys an example. So um, Ford was with Costco for a while, and now GM is, is with Costco. So if you're uh, a Costco member? So if you're a Costco member and you're looking to buy a, you know, a GM product, um, you would be entitled to a certain amount of savings. I can't remember if it's 2000 3000 but okay. whatever it is, yeah, you yeah, would yeah. go in and say, you know, I'm a Costco member. Sure. Now, that might be an example of one that they advertise. However, you know, there's many which, which aren't advertised, and those would all be on our report as well. And you would know to ask about them. You know so, what else so. is different? <clears throat> uh, you know, when I'm used to go buy a car, like I'm in the business, so I know right. exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if I was going in as a client... This way I walk in with a little bit of empowerment. That's right. Because I know exactly, your list tells me exactly what the car comes with mm-hmm. as standard equipment and what is optional and what that's going to cost and what package I got to take and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Did you hit the nail on the head there, you know, knowing more information is always better. And, and it kind of goes back to what the common challenges are with the buying process, not having this. So I typically people go in, they know they're supposed to ask about price. They know they're supposed to negotiate, but they have no basis of the negotiation. You know, what incentives do I get? Yeah. Do, they don't even know what, how do I know if the well, car I, starts at seven? How do I know what your cost is or, or anything? Well, right. right. I, I would assume it's that, you know, of, cause they usually have the build sheet on the window yes. right? And, right? and it has the pricing on it. Right. So, I mean, you would assume that that's mm-hmm. what it should cost, but at, right. Right, but they're not readily providing, you know, all of this incentive and cost information, right? Correct. So you don't actually know what, what a good price is. So, you know, traditionally a lot of people will go to, you know, two, three, four dealers, spend a whole day, two days. And for a lot of people, that's not a fun experience. No. And <laughs> ultimately, we want to make the new car buying experience fun and ensure you get a good price at the end. You know, I'm time. always shocked when I go for service and I go to the to the showroom and I look at the sticker price. Mm-hmm. Right. And like as I like to see a Corvette and I go in the Corvette and it's a hundred and thirty one thousand right. dollars. <laughs> yeah. I bought my first house for thirty four thousand so right. that doesn't compute with me that's a hundred and thirty four thousand but that's not the the price out the door. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. I mean, you know, there will be a certain amount of incentives on that. There's yeah. going to be, they'll let I it, mean, you know. I th- mean, tens of thousands of dollars a- worth a- of incentives. Absolutely, and if you bought it for that price, you know, they'll have hosed you pretty good. <laughs> so maybe maybe the business really needs to, to smarten up and be mm-hmm. more honest about it. You know, like chocolate bars are a buck and a half, whatever they are, all over town. That's the price of a chocolate bar, and now we're going to use dealership because right. it's a good dealership and, to work with. And that's what you said. As you said earlier, you know, the people that come to our website are serious about their purchase. Yes. And the dealers that understand that and are willing to, you know, the ones in our network that understand that and are willing to work based on that, um, you know, have a great time. Now, here's another question I had for you. Sure. So I went on the site, I became a member, I bought my car, yep. but I still had th- three or four mm-hmm. cars to look at. Yeah. So I let my son do it and he ended up buying yeah. a Mini. And so that's a common experience. You know, one of the things that, that we do is, you know, let's say you signed up, you know, back in 2008 and you only used one report of your, of your five. Um, when you come back, you're still going to have those reports available and we're going to be here to help you through the process if you haven't used it in a while. So yeah. we recommend... Does it uh, go stale? Um, does not go stale. 
so and, reports and, and say it's, it's three years ago. I can still Abs- go on. Absolutely. Yep. That's why I said hi, Dave. I, <laughs> I was, was still picturing nice. you. I was still picturing your son pulling up to your house saying, "Dave, come on, let's go for a ride in my mini." Yeah, he had. He bought the mini. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he bought the mini. The only problem with going on his website is I can't remember the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> password. <laughs> Alrighty, it's Dave's Coin Garage. Al, please take us out. If you've got any kind of car care question, yeah, we can answer those next. too. We yep. got oh, we got people on board with all kinds of uh, queries that they've got. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with lots of fun right after this break. Alrighty, welcome back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Dave Redinger. I'm with Alan Gelman and uh, Ryan Rogers from Car Cost Canada. And by the way, if you want to pick us up on behind the mic, just go to Facebook slash. Forward slash, right? Forward slash uh, Dave's Corner Garage. And in fact, Penny's watching right now, and she said, I love your show, but I hate the snow in the background. Oh, she yeah. Says. <laughs> I know, actually, I know Penny. Oh, it's I good. I hope it's her. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Penny. Uh, okay, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, let's go to the phones. What the heck? Sure. All right. Uh, Don is on the phone from Scarborough. Thank you. How are Don, you? Great this morning. How's the snow in Scarborough? Uh, lots of it. But it's gonna get, it's gonna leave soon. All right. You know what? I'm hopeful. I'm actually really hopeful. <laughs> What's going on with your Buick, Don? Okay, thank you. Uh, 2001 Buick Regal, 130k on it. Wow, that's all. That must have been a granny's car. It was belonged to my mom. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, so anyway, we're in Picton. Uh, it's two weeks ago. The car breaks down on Main Street. I can restart it. Managed to get it into a grocery store parking lot. Wouldn't start again. Uh, had it towed to the Canadian Tire, who diagnosed. A defective battery said the alternator was okay. Mm-hmm. Car runs great for two weeks and then conks out on Markham Road yesterday. Called CAA again, who were like just wonderful. Um, but because it was blocking traffic, I tried starting the car after it sat for about 10 minutes and it fired up and I drove it to my mechanic. Um, it, when they igni- turn the ignition on, the dashboard lights up like a Christmas tree. Everything chimes, flashes, ticks. You name it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm just bewildered that the car um, I know know, what it shut is. down uh, in the middle of driving the thing. All right, Dave thinks he's got the answer. Dave? That car has the worst fuel filter change in the world. It's up by the tank. Remember, it's that metal thing that you got to unscrew? Uh-huh. And people don't change the fuel filters. And more than likely, you have a plug fuel filter, either with water moisture in there or just plain dirt. The filter's plugging up. You shut it off, come back. You know, the pressure's released itself. The gas has come up, and the thing starts. Don, so, when you go to try to start it, does it crank? Does it go rrr, rrr, rrr? No, no, in fact. Oh, um, you're kidding. The battery was that the Canadian Tire replaced was relatively new. It was less than a year old. It sounds like, you know what, it sounds to me like you've got an intermittent alternator. And, okay. and, and, and what's happened is, is even though you had a brand new battery, it's, it's drained now. You're absolutely um, right. Because if they, if they boosted the battery now and the car started, um, obviously that, that's, it's a charging system issue. And uh, I, I would probably guess that your first battery, uh, they, they would check it and it would be flat. And without right. recharging it first to find out, you know, they're just automatically sold you a new one, thinking that was the only issue. But it sounds like you've got a charging system problem. It's really not that hard to, to diagnose. Um, just tap the alternator. Tap the alternator? Yeah, give it a whack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you a- know what? The, the, they did check the alternator and watched them do it. They said it was charging fine, but 
Well, again, you know, they it, it, the, sometimes the brushes inside will make contact. Yeah, they get stuck. Other times not. So okay. they, they, they can go. Um, again, unfortunately, you, you bought a battery, which we can't tell you now if you need it or not, but it certainly sounds like you need an alternator now. You know, we actually do have tests called wiggle tests and tap tests and things like that. You know, we're trying to see if there's a wire connection that's loose or a broken yep. wire internally. And we actually, have, we call them wiggle tests, right? Mm-hmm. And, and one of the tests for an alternator is, is that the brushes tend to stick as they wear. Okay. So as they wear, the springs extend inside the alternator and the contact pressure is less. So if there's any dust in there, this, the the brushes won't make contact with the commutators, and it ends up being not charging. So give it a tap, okay. and and see if that doesn't resolve your problem. More likely, you'll need an alternator, and that's what a couple hundred bucks, uh, Alan. Exactly. Besides, yeah. it's a uh, car's eighteen years old. Yeah. What's well, the body like on this? Stuff happens. Uh, it's got a little bit of rust on the rocker panels. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, in Picton, they said that the nearest alternator for that model was in Cornwall. Hmm. Um, so, well, it could be just because of the age at this point. Parts are available for this. Thing. Oh yeah. Oh, you could, they still are available, but you know, not that readily. It's not like you can get in ten minutes. It's not a current you, car, but you could get it short. It shouldn't be a problem. Don, good luck with that. We Thank got to run. Thank you so much, guys. Thank You're you. You're very welcome. Amazing, huh? The car is like seventeen years old. What's the average age for the most number of cars on the road? Uh, right now, it's twelve years. Twelve years, yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's 12 years of the age of a car on the road. And you know what's amazing is that the newer cars will probably be longer. I think they'll, they'll have computer issues and, like, reflashes and stuff like that. But as far as, as mechanical bits, it'll just run forever. Yes, but people these days want the toys, and the older cars got no toys. And that's one of the problems. That's going to age cars out. It'll be toys. Toys for boys. All right, yeah. we got to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, it's Dave's Corner Garage here in beautiful, beautiful, beautiful downtown Toronto. Just before the break, we were talking about uh, people wanting to get newer cars. And, yes. and and just the fact that our last caller had an 18-year-old car. But so many people want new cars. And, and Ryan, Ron, Ryan is here from Car Do you know Canada. how many? 17 million cars a year sold in North America. That's, a, that's America, not Canada. Right. Canada is another million and a half. That's Amazing. a ton of, a lot yeah. of material. So how do we get started with CarCost Canada? Yeah, so um, it's a pretty simple process. You head to carcostcanada.com, and there's kind of two ways. The easiest way is there's a button that says Get My Free Report. Um, from that point forward, it's going to bring you into a process. You just choose your make, your model. Um, you know, a lot of the vehicles these days don't have a lot of options, but we know whatever options really? are available. Well, you they know, got lots of toys. <laughs> they got lots of toys. Oh, so the toys come as standard equipment now. That's kind of the thing with the trim levels. Uh, you know, a lot of, you know, Honda, Subarus, they right. kind of control it by the trim level. Okay. Um, now, if you're a Ford buyer, you know, a pickup truck buyer or a GM buyer, you're still going to see that big list. And I want the King Ranch. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know there was a King Ranch. There actually is a King Ranch in Texas. Really? <laughs> the guy's got something like a million acres and five million cows. <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, you're still going to see all the extensive list of options, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a, a lot of customization if you're, if you're a truck buyer still. Um, once you get through that process, you're going to see the report, uh, all the incentives, the discounts, the invoice price, and uh, a recommendation to a dealer if one is provided. Tell me about, you, you have what's called a pro membership, but that's now your regular membership? That's right. So everybody that comes in now, once they build their, their car, they're going to get what's called our pro membership. Um, 
And what that means is they're going to get some standard features that comes along with that. So they're going to get the report that they just ran plus one additional report so they can compare and contrast. Um, we usually recommend people run a couple just to see, you, you know, if look, if you're dead set on the one vehicle you want, that's great. But it's always good to compare and see what discounts are okay. available. Right? I don't care <laughs> what kind of car it is. I just need a car because I just want to go back and forth to school. Right. So you have a special of the month. That's right. So, yes, we have hot deals of the month. So we actually have a page that tells you what are the best deals. Oh, right. Okay. So this month. So Ryan um, picks that out? Uh, I, I don't pick that out myself. We, no. we have a system that identifies the largest incentives. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, the Chevrolet Cruze, the 2019, there's up to $3,000 in savings. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Jeep Cherokee 2019, there's up to 5500 in savings. Wow. Um, and on the 2019 Dodge Caravan, there's up to 10000 So... You know, this page is very helpful if you're trying to find the best. Uh, Tell me about the caravan. Is that a stripper? <laughs> no. Because I think that's one of the best cars ever made. Right. Like there's millions of them. I know. There. It's crazy. And and consistently that car shows up. There's always a lot of discounts available. I, I just wanted to clarify that for our listening audience. Yeah. A car that's a stripper means it's that comes with no options. Yeah, it comes with it's no options. It's bare bones. Right? Well, strippers sometimes. It's, well, it's, it's not a pole dancer we're here. Well, we're hold on. About. But you know, I mean, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I mean, you had a heater. That was an option. <laughs> so, I mean, right. it's got a heater, defroster, air conditioner. And that's what I mean. A lot of the, the you know, even the base model come with every, like everything AC, the case, they, right? they don't AC. have wind up windows anymore yeah yeah typically my granddaughter <laughs> says to me what's this wind up what's this crank for <laughs> I says to wind the window down <laughs> wow <laughs> that's neat those are called Armstrong windows <laughs> I could put it this way no no I could put it this way <laughs> <laughs> so All the right. second report is really to to compare a different kind of vehicle that's right I mean, I mean you know people will typically have the class that they're interested in nailed down and, and maybe they just want to so I want a small car vehicle. so I right yeah. so I've looked at a Honda and Right. And you're going to suggest perhaps, you know, well, here at Mazda 3. Mazda maybe. 3, exactly, yeah. right? Okay. Or, you know, if you're looking at an F-150, maybe, you know, another pickup truck that's equivalent, right? Right. And so, really, it just becomes about comparing, you know, the discounts. Mm-hmm. Now, these cars are available. Yes. Like, when you're... Absolutely. When, I noticed, uh, I think you mm-hmm. gave us a list of cars. There's actually another page mm-hmm. that shows there's actual cars around. Because lots of times people will pick a car and it doesn't exist. Right. I, I mean, yeah. So we we show the last three model years. So so from, you know, it'd be from 2017, 2018, 2019. Um, now, you know, let's suppose you build a, you know, a 2017. You know, it might be a demo that's around that kind of thing. Um, but we try to do it so that, you know, whatever you're building is likely going to be available, if not for an order, but in stock. Okay. Right. What's the cost? The- See? Somebody's got to ask, what's the cost? <laughs> so it's free. So to, to get your, your first report or your pro membership. Free. Um, yeah, it's free. You get the F-R-E-E. first two R-E-E. That's right. Um, and then free. <laughs> free. I, I'm excited. Free. I like free. Sorry, one thing I forgot to mention. So for people that are interested in, you know, let's say you're looking in March, but you may be buying in May, June, that kind of thing. Um, you can actually see how the incentives or, or rebates are changing through the month. So say you build the car in March, you come back and, you know, you can come back in April and check for free to see what's changed. That kind of thing. Free. But, you but they could updates. actually get worse. Um, you know what? It, it's possible. Maybe Cer- I'm saying possible. only only because maybe February mm-hmm. is a slow time of the year, and they say, right. "Well, we got to give more incentives." Right. But in the spring, more people are buying cars. Maybe they drop it. Yeah, and it, it depends on what you're looking at. So typically, as the you know current model year gets older, the incentives will improve on okay. that. Okay. Um, so you know we we see uh, you know for me what I've seen is you know as you get near the end of the summer, the incentives get really good. Mm-hmm. On I on saw the one model. they were tw- yeah. selling a 2016 brand new 2016 right stuck. 
Like yeah. nobody's buying this car. Uh, and I bet you the dealers will want to sell it anyways because it's a great advertising piece. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that would be a rarity for that to, for that to be a rarity. Right. So a free. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> F-R-E-E. <I like> free. <laughs> free and five bucks is better, but free right. is nice. <laughs> so a question here is now, let's say, for example, I can't make up my mind and right. I need a third and fourth report. How right. much is that going to cost? So, yeah, there's a certain percentage of members that, you know, we know are going to need to run multiple reports, right? They're, you know, more than two, that kind of thing. The average is about two, two and a half. But yeah. for the people that need more, we do have you covered. Mm-hmm. So within the uh, the dashboard, your, your member dashboard, you're going to see an opportunity or an option to buy additional reports. So you can buy an extra, you know, one report, an extra five reports. Oh, you're and, selling them individually then? And, that's right. So okay. the, the fee for uh, extra five reports is $10. Um, um, so, you know, to be honest, for the peanuts. amount of savings you could potentially get out of it, it's yeah. It's the kind a, you're not allergic to peanuts. <laughs> Ten bucks, it's almost free. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, almost free. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic because right. the, this information, you can't find it. How long does it take you on the web to try and find this information? Um, yeah, elsewhere, I don't know. It, it would take you a while. I mean, f- I know from our site, from the start to the end, it, it, would, it only takes about a couple of minutes to get through the process, and, and you'll have all the information you need. And the other part that we, I want to reiterate is that you can use it now, and you can use it two years from now when it's time for another car. Absolutely, it doesn't go sour. It, do, it doesn't go sour. So you know, you sign up today, and if in another you know four or five years you're looking at purchasing another car, you can use the reports that you had that you didn't. Okay, you know, I love that. Yeah. By the way, if you're holding on the phone, do not hang up because uh, we will get to you. It's just that we have two calls to do. One is with Carrie Schmidt coming up next. We're going to be talking about that seventy car pileup on the uh, four hundred series, and we're going to be talking about. Um, Greg Mc... You thought I was going to... Forgot to say, Greg. <laughs> Just for Greg from, McPherson uh, from Motor- Motorama. Motorama. And if you get on the air, even if not, uh, if we talk to you off air, uh, we'll make sure you get some tickets for the Motorama car show. Alrighty. Take us out, Al. This is Dave Scorner Raj. We'll be right back. We are back. Uh, this is Dave's Corner Garage, and on the line we've got Greg McPherson, and he's from. We're trying to get Greg McPherson from uh, Motorama. Motorama. Camera <laughs> you <know>? forty-two. <laughs> they used to be uh, down by the exhibition. They used to have Motorama uh, guys would come down with their fifty-three Fords and their fifty-one Fords and their forty-six Fords, and uh, it was quite the show. It was fantastic. Greg, you're right there. We got Greg McPherson on the line. Greg, how are you doing? Excellent. Good morning, guys. Thanks hey. for having me on. It's nice to have you on. You know, we do this every year. Absolutely. <laughs> tradition. So tell us about the show this year. You're up at the International Center, which is great because parking is free. That is that is the neat thing about up there, one of them. Free is um, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. That it's up on at the International Center, like Steel's just across from the airport, mm-hmm. um, sort of that north border. And... Uh, yeah, people. There are a lot of people come in from out of town who don't really like going downtown. So that's about as far as they like to go. So that that works great. Now you have the the basic guys that are from the Discovery Channel. You got a lot of those stars there. But tell me something about this Friday, March eighth is Student Day. What's that about? Yeah, so traditionally it's the the kickoff. So our show takes place uh, at the International Center this weekend, eighth, ninth, and tenth on the Friday. Traditionally, the start just before the start of March break for all the kids in, in high school, oh, which right. is the following week. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of times, it's kind of things are winding down by then, and and uh, I think it's like forty or fifty schools pre-register, and they they arrange buses, and then we give them a deal to come, and uh, the place is just filled right from the first thing in the morning for a couple of hours uh, with students. So one of the things that we do 
is because the kids are either inclined towards automobiles or racing, we put some people on the stage, sort of a wide open discussion panel. And it ranges from, you know, colleges like Centennial College has got an automotive, you know, section there. Mm -hmm. Um, There'll be an exhibitor at the show as well, but they'll put up someone there sort of talking about, you know, the programs that people can take if they're interested in in cars um, and just connect the dots in terms of, you know, practical, you know, you know, Sometimes school is boring and you can't think of how it's going to get to you where yeah, you yeah. want to go. But if you connect the dots and say, you know, do this, do this, do this, you might end up, a, you know, an engineer on a racing team or something. You like know that. what, Greg? This is really the, the, the start of the racing season. I remember one year you showed the new IndyCar. You had it out here. Uh, you were showing the car. Ron Fellows was up there. All the racers were up there. So this traditionally is the start for the Canadian racing series. Everybody it, comes it out. It absolutely is. Yeah. So people, it's far enough back. It's close enough to the season that a lot of the cars are done. They look beautiful. You know, no dings yet. Um, the tracks and series are really supportive of the show because you know, we're going we're to get like 30,000 people. Yes. Um, and it's a great opportunity to get your schedule into someone, you know, all these, these fans' hands where when they're deciding what they're going to do on Saturday nights or weekends, you know, this summer. So, Greg, for people who haven't been to the show, what, what is on display for the most part? I mean, obviously there's some race cars, but is there is there any kind of custom cars or people bring their own cars? Yeah. So, so how we kind of got here, we had run a, a show called the Canadian Motorsports Expo for several years, mm-hmm. um, and that was racing only, sort of about the week before Daytona, Okay, um, the 500. Yep. Um, at a time, the, the International Centre asked us if we would like to take our show, merge it into this traditional, you know, pre- um, March break weekend mm-hmm. that's been there for like almost 50 years between, yes. you know, performance world motion, you know, and different things. So they asked us to take over that show and merge in our racing show. So this will be our fifth year doing that. So in terms of the, the whole floor, we're about 330,000 square feet this year, mm-hmm. about two thirds of it's custom cars and hot rods. Um, when you walk into hall one, big 20 by 20 booths, 28 cars in there, they're almost all first time shown. Wow. And those are the ones going for the grand champion prize. Um, as you head into the next, next room, that's kind of the racing area. So it's all the tracks and series and people showing off their new cars. Uh-huh. Uh, that's hall one B. You get into hall two. I think we've got like 15 or 16, um, car clubs in there, all the corporate displays, the big feature booths, um, you know, celebrity builders and that type of thing. Um, we're doing a huge Mustang uh, tribute this year, about 50 Mustangs in there, mm-hmm. covering all the eras. Um, got the Rustolium stage in there. Like That'll be busy all weekend long with awards, presentations, panel discussions, um, things like that, autograph sessions. There's a booth right near there. This actually um, grew out of the motion from Dizzy Dean. That's like... 100%. And yeah. then Doc McDonald and Larry King and all those guys. I have a motion participation award. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I really cherish. Time, it was like 1990 <laughs> was my first one. Yeah. Uh, when it was Performance World then. So, yes. And it's really neat. That was Larry King and the gentleman who has been helping us with the show ever since we got it, uh, Gary Chalice. And he was Larry King's right-hand man. So... It's a lot you. of continuity from there. Yeah, you know what? It's the community that 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 grows and, and continues. And I think when you go there, that's what you see is you see a, a whole community that's into cars. And if you don't understand that world, it's an exciting world to see because the craftsmanship is like it's like jewelry. All right, Greg, we're going to have to bail. But oh, if people want more information, how do they find out? 
MotoramaShow.com next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thanks, guys. And Perfect. I want to thank you for the tickets. We're going to be handing out tickets following uh, this conversation. Absolutely. Let me know who, who gets them. Got it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. Greg McPherson. It's the Motorama Custom Car and Motorsports Expo. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hey, <laughs> we'll be right back. I want you to think back. Think way back. To when? Uh, Monday, February 25th, 401 Highway. No, 400 Highway. There's a collision. 70 cars bang into each other. I bet you more than 70. Anyways, uh, one of the guys that uh, does show up at the scene is Officer Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Kerry, how are you? Oh boy, busy, busy! I'm I'm going nonstop from call to call. We're dealing with snow again right now, oh. and uh, boy, that snow we had on Monday that whiteout was just. So um, how does it? You know what? I, you're the last guy in the accident. Is it your fault? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's probably a lot of people's fault. But it all started. Uh, traffic apparently started slowing down. There might have been a fender bender. We're still trying to figure that all out. But a couple of trucks came in. Uh, they hit the brakes and, and went sideways across the lane. One jackknife, one blocked all high, all the southbound lanes, and then cars just started plowing into one another and pinballing off one another and just uh, jamming themselves uh, on that uh, highway with no place for escape and with whiteout conditions, visibility, you know, one car length, maybe. It was like complete zero visibility. Yeah, Kerry, I happened to see you on TV that day, and, and you weren't very happy. And you said, <laughs> you said, it's not the weather's fault. It is the fault of? The drivers, absolutely. Poor road conditions, poor weather conditions do not cause crashes. But it's those people in those conditions that don't make good decisions that get themselves into trouble. And, uh, and now people are kind of, you know, leaving the blind, and uh, you drive yeah. into a, a whiteout, and all of a sudden you're into the back of a transport truck, and then the next car's into the back of you. Fortunately, no serious injuries, but had people been getting out of their vehicles to uh, inspect their damage or try to run away, they would have been pinned and crushed and, and seriously injured had they you been know, outside their vehicle. One of the issues is the cars are actually too good. You feel too safe inside that car, and it has yep. good traction, so it pulls away, but it doesn't stop any faster than anything else out there. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have. You only got those four contact patches on the ground, yeah. whether tires or not. Yeah, if you're uh, driving 100 kilometers per hour in zero visibility, you can't stop on a dime, and uh, you're going to be into a big mess there if, uh, if something goes sideways and traffic stops suddenly. So basically the key is, is to leave room. You've got to leave that yeah, but gap between. But if somebody between. cuts in front of you. What's that? Say it again? If you leave room, there's, uh, there's a guy who's going to cut in in front of you because he's well, four right. feet ahead of you. That's the thing, and when we're dealing with that kind of uh, – situations where people aren't giving themselves the following distance they don't have the time to actually uh, do, to adjust their driving or slow down stop or change lanes and that's where uh, you know people get themselves into a jeopardy you may think that you can drive uh, like you normally have and drive to uh, uh, your what you're accustomed to but in wet roads or slippery roads or freezing temperatures your stopping distance is going to be long and you need to be able to stop within the distance you can see. So when you hit that whiteout condition, that, that blowing snow, you had better be on the brakes before. You know, be, we're that. running out of time, but just quickly, the, the reality is 
too fast for the conditions. You, you as an officer, you just sort of basically throw your hands up and say, look, let the insurance handle it, and that's it. I'm out of here. Well, well, we're trying to get the highway open. We got tow trucks coming in and trying to clean yeah. the highways. Heavy tows, light duty tows. Uh, we had the Barry Transit, other police services helping us trying to get uh, this highway reopened because we want to get people moving. But if the highway conditions are so unsafe, we're not going to reopen the highway until it is deemed safe. Uh, blowing wind and high and strong winds can certainly make things difficult for a lot of people. All right, Kerry, we got to run. Thanks for uh, all the help you do. Awesome. You drive pleasure. safe now. Yeah, we're going to get you down here. You too. All right, go to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. And it's snowing again outside. Uh, there's an unconfirmed report here that uh, Wyatt and Willie was shot this morning. <laughs> he deserves <laughs> it. And uh, that Puxatani Phil is in hospital feeling better. <laughs> All right, we're going to run up. They're the... unconfirmed, by the way. we got to go to Kitchener, Dave, because Alma's <laughs> can't get her hood open. Yeah. Alma, what's going on? Yeah, my hood is frozen because of the weather condition. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Okay. So how can I open it, please? Well, what you need to do is you need a second person to be pulling up on the hood as you're pulling the lever on the inside. you got to bang on the hood. I know. I I did the lever inside you, and then it doesn't open. Right, because you need someone to pull up gently at the same time. Okay. It's going to be a two-person job. Can you get the car inside? Can you get it into some garage? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the answer. I to do it myself. Last time you helped me, it worked so well. Oh. <laughs> well, you see, Dave, also oh, come on down. Dave will be finished in about 15 minutes. Yeah. And, okay, uh, I'll do it. I'll do it the way you told me. Okay. Thanks, Alma. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Alma. Oh, Alma, Thanks, you want to go to the car, the car show? Alma's gone. <laughs> She's out there with whatever. She's trying to get the hood open. <laughs> and what Alma should do after as well is, is, okay. is spray the latch mechanism Doris, so that it'll work the well, next time. How are you, Doris? Oh, hi. How are you? We apologize Good. What's for going keeping on? you. Apologize for I that. love your show. Thank, Thank you. I, I would like to know, I have a 2010 Dodge Journey for yes. Splendor. Mm-hmm. And I was told, like, and, and of course, the battery wouldn't, the car wouldn't go. The battery was dead. Right. And uh, uh, so I called CAA. I would like to know where my battery is located. I never heard of oh. a battery being located under a fender. Yes, it's inside the left front fender of the car. It's it's really a challenge to change it. Uh, when we do it at the shop, we actually take the left front wheel of the car off to get in there to change it. It's in a horrible location, but that's where they decided to put it. Oh, so I guess this uh, makes the price go up? Well, the installation would be more. Not The battery isn't necessarily any different, but, but just the labor to do it would be more. How much did they want? Uh, I got a price of... Um uh, the labor was $127. This is from CAA? No, no, no. Okay. CAA. You know what? I would shop around because you could probably get it for less. Well, uh, and so that's, and and, um, and a battery, is a battery only worth around 180 that's 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 generally the price now. Yeah. They've gone up substantially. They used to be about a hundred, but the last couple of years they've gone up. And so what about how, this three year or four year? What would you recommend for a two thousand and ten? Well, how long do you plan on keeping it? Forever. Okay. Well, then I would get the better battery at, if long as the price wasn't too crazy. Like I want to keep it as long because it only has thirty eight thousand eight hundred and some odd miles on it. Yeah, you don't drive it an awful lot. In fact, you should take it out more often. You got to run, Alma. So buy the best battery you can. And yeah, uh, but fascinating. It's under the fender. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's inside. All right, we're gonna go to Bob next in Meaford. Bob, what can we do for you? How you doing? Hey, hey apologize for keeping you. Yeah, 
you know that Knights and Meaford, both of them, they bulldozed the buildings and they're gone now. That's it? Meaford's gone? Yep. The, the other one, they took it down uh, two years ago. And the other one uh, was gone about five years ago. And there was a great big piston thing there. They used to run the factory years ago with no hydro. Yeah. And they sold that thing. It uh, looked like a locomotion. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that thing uh, it went to PEI for a museum. All right, Bob, you got a question for us? Yeah. Uh, when you're storing, I had a, my 60 shaft stored. When I took it back out years later, two tires blew. Uh, uh-huh. The tires sitting on concrete. Is that bad for the tires? Yeah. Not terribly. Yeah, I, I mean, what happens is, is after a long... bit of plywood. No, what you need to do is, see, the tire will age regardless because it's um, it, it weather cracks. It, it dries it, out. Yeah. Well, they never weather cracked in a dry building. Mm-hmm. But when I, I blew them, boy, I almost, almost got in an accident. <laughs> Did you check the air pressure before you started oh, yeah, driving? everything was perfect. Okay. But it, they age out. Nothing, but they're older radials. And uh, is there anything you spray on your tires, too, or no? Not really. I mean, you can spray them just to aesthetically make them look better. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of making them last longer, no. But if you look on the inside of the tire, on, on the inside wall, there will be what they call a DOT number, and that will be the age of the tire. And, and generally speaking, you don't want to be running tires that are more than what, Dave, six, seven years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're older six. wide white walls, and they're expensive to buy them new now. Yes, the Croker. Yeah, but they blew, so now you have to buy them anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm still building cars. Well, All right, good for cool. you, my friend. Well, thanks for calling in, Bob. We've got to run. All right. All right, we got to go. Uh, Ryan, thank you. Yes, thanks for having Fascinating. me, Fascinating. How long has the company been around? Um, Been around since 1999, and uh, serving Canadians ever since. That's Hard to before believe, you. It's a little bit before my time, but yeah, <laughs> we've been helping out for a long time. I'm shocked. <laughs> 1999. Look, what, yeah. One thing I want to mention is for everybody to go to carcostcanada.com. What we're really doing is simplifying the car buying experience. Yep. Um, you get dealer cost, all the available incentives, and a recommendation to a dealer um, that's going to make the process smooth. And you and can do it from the the uh, from the confines of your from own the home. comfort of your own. That's home, all absolutely. crap. The important part is it's free. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> and as Dave likes to say, it's free. <laughs> it's free. And uh, actually, it's a great service. I know the folks. I use them. Uh, it saved you money. If you're buying a car, why run around? Bingo! You got a car. You know, if you're serious. They got a car. I want to thank Greg McPherson from uh, Motorama yep. yes. and uh, and Police Constable Kerry Schmidt. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I want to get him down here. Remember, please drive safe, everyone. Leave room between you and the next guy. Yep. Especially in the climate weather like we've got. Special thanks to Sebastian for uh, doing a great job up for us as usual. And thanks to everybody watching on Facebook. Yep. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down, and we'll see you on the flip flop. Bye, everybody. <laughs> This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.